What's going on, guys? AJ here back again, bringing you yet another episode of the E1B2 Connect Collective Podcast, Connected Podcast. Um, I want to talk about high potentials. So my amazing friend, Angela R. Howard, who if you guys haven't checked her out on LinkedIn, please do. She sent me over a, a document because I'm looking to just continue to de- develop and learn and do different things. And within that document, she's talking about high potentials and something crossed my um, my mind that I wanted to share with you folks. So as we think about the as we think about the great, the great resignation, and as we think about high potentials, I do believe there's a couple of things to unpack that many organizations may be facing. So here's the issue. When we think about, let's, let's say you have a list of senior, uh, senior level positions that you know you have in the organization. Let's say you also have another list of quote unquote high potentials, and those two lists are not connected. What I mean by that is you look at the list of senior level positions that you have Currently, you look at the list that you may need, and then you look at your high potentials, and you realize there's not a synergy. There's not a match. You already have your list of senior positions filled. You're very happy with those folks there. You don't need or have a desire to have a new list within, let's say, a two-year period of time. Now, let's say you also have a list of those high potentials, and you've already defined what those high potentials look like and what a high potential means for your organization. A high potential means a lot different for every type of organization. A high potential in a marketing agency looks a lot different in a NFT tech startup. Uh, an NFT tech startup high potential looks a lot different than um, a generalist in a recruiting firm. Uh, a generalist in a recruiting firm high potential looks a lot different than many other types of high potential. So that's number one. We all have to be very cognizant and understand different types of high potentials connect- contextual to the organization that they're working within. So let's say there's a disconnect. There's not a match. Here's my suggestion and here's my thought. Because what inevitably is going to happen is these high potentials are going to walk out of the door, right? Because typically high potentials are looking for a couple of different things. They're looking for more money. They're looking to utilize their skill sets. Uh, they're looking to have a title. They're looking to have more experiences within the organization and play in different spaces. They're just looking to get put into the game, right? They're a high potential. Um, so a couple thoughts. If you don't want them to leave the organization, which is pretty obvious, like I don't think we would want that to ever happen, right? We don't ever want to have a high potential leaving the organization. That could cause for a, a lack of skill and, and talent within the org. Um, not being there, which can uh, never be and is not a good idea long term. Um, and then also, you know, as we think about the great resignation, I think a lot of that uh, doesn't bode well if you look at folks leaving the organization because obviously it's not a good thing. So a couple of things to do to solve this problem. Number one, I think the very first thing you have to do is you need to genuinely understand, again, just redefine for yourself what does a high potential mean for this company, right? Make sure that list is actually an accurate list, right? Make sure you're updated on what you really know and what you really need when you think about a high potential. The next thing for me from there is you need to really understand and communicate to those high potentials that they are a high potential, right? There's many organizations that are fond of an employee, are excited about a group of employees, but those employees don't know about it. So recognize them. Make sure they understand that they are a high potential and explain to them what it means to be a high potential. Third step for me is understand and define what you can and cannot do with those high potentials tangibly. So that may mean incorporating your L&D folks. 
That may mean incorporating some of your managers. That may mean incorporating the head of people. That may mean a couple of different things. And inevitably what it's going to look like is each high potential is going to need to be sat down and have a one-on-one to understand what they are looking to have, right? And so before you have that conversation, you as the organization, you need to know, can we pay them more? Can we give them more opportunities? Can we give them a promotion? Can we give them a new title? Can we give them experiences and uh, moments inside of different departments? What can we do on behalf of this high potential? You have to know what those answers are. Inevitably, then when you have that one-on-one, you can react to what they inevitably are looking to be a part of, and you can already know if you you can or cannot make that opportunity happen for them. Now, the key is this. I do believe that most organizations need to live into flexibility and empathy and do that strategically. So just because you don't have the greatest answers around the compensation factor or the role placement factor or the or the title factor or the opportunities in any given department factor doesn't mean you can't change those ad hoc. I think too many organizations are stuck in the mud. And once they make a decision on this is what we're doing in our roadmap with compensation, these are the opportunities we have title wise. These are the opportunities we have when it comes to uh, allowing people to jump into different departments to get experiences. We're not going to budge off of them. It's now January and we made that decision in June. Like, I don't think that is uh, smart. I don't think you need to be stuck in the mud in doing that. I do believe you can change things up and be a little bit more ad hoc. And so for me, When I think about high potentials and I think about the goal of not having high potentials leave the company, we need to know and we really need to understand and communicate to them that they are a high potential, that they can and will be utilized. And we need to know for them, what does that mean contextually for them to be utilized? What can we do for them? Can we put them in a position to pay them a little bit more and utilize their skill sets in different ways that is a little bit outside the box that we're just using some ad hoc creative executions against? Can we give them opportunities in different uh, places within the organization that maybe they wouldn't have typically done that? Um, Do they have, you know, are they a high potential because they are just innovating so many different areas of their skill set and their perspectives? And can we sit down and really understand what some of those innovations and some of those new ideas are and put some of those things in place and kind of stroke their ego for a second there? If you know you have a a slew of high potentials in your organization because you've done the hard part of defining what a high potential is, you have a list of those folks, you have an ongoing audit to make sure that list is accurate. If you have that data, it is your responsibility as an organization. If you do not want to experience what many organizations are experiencing within a uh, great resignation, it is your responsibility to utilize every single high potential in the way that they want to be utilized so that you can do your very best to hold on to them. And so um, I know this was a simple uh, tip, but it was one of the tips and, and nuances and perspectives that I know for a fact is not being utilized. I know for a fact that many organizations don't have high, high potentials defined. I know many heads of people out there are not keeping an up-to-date pulse by having conversations with supervisors and managers within departments and recognizing new high potentials and having a process to find new high potentials, having a process to find and utilize and develop and implement new uh, new high potentials. I know many heads of people and many folks in L&D and, and many CEOs and C-suite executives are not signing off uh, the internal mobility or additional pay or reacting to the contextual needs of a high potential. I just know many of these things are not happening at an operational level. And so um, hopefully this rant and this perspective helps many out um, because I don't want to see any, I don't, 
you know, if you're going to go through the great resignation and you're going to have folks leave your company, it's probably a really good idea to have the lower half of the folks that maybe are not high potential leave the company rather than your high potentials. You want to do everything in your power to give and to create systems and processes to, to support your high potentials rather than literally knowing who they are and still watching them walk out of the org. Um, get out of your own way. Don't be so stuck in the mud. Be a little bit flexible. Be a little bit more curious and uh, make some change. So a couple simple thoughts, but impactful thoughts. We'll talk soon.